Hey everybody, welcome to the Bloody Awesome Movie Podcast. I'm John Burke, and I am solo this week. In fact, um, Matt is under the weather, and I've been extra busy uh, with some work-related things, so we're just taking it kind of easy this week. Um, I'm going to give you my thoughts on Lightyear here in just a minute, and I have uh, some written information from Matt about his thoughts on Lightyear, so you'll get a very, very scaled-down version of the normal show today. Apologies in advance. Um, this is going to be a micro-episode, and there won't be a spoiler episode for Lightyear. But um, if you've paid attention, you've probably seen that Lightyear is getting uh, not great reviews, not bad reviews, but middling reviews, and its box office has not been very good, which is a bad thing because this is the first Pixar film in two years to get a theatrical release and not have a simultaneous Disney Plus release. In a couple of instances, like Turning Red and Luca, they were exclusively Disney Plus. I think Soul had a very small theatrical run um, in, in an effort to get Oscar nominations. Um, and that might be true of Turning Red and, and such as well. But this is the first Pixar film in two years, and um, people should be going out to it. But Light Years, directed by Angus McLean. It's written by him, Matthew Aldrich, and Jason Headley. And obviously, it's inspired by characters from Toy Story. Uh, stars Chris Evans, Kiki Palmer, Peter Son, Ta uh, Taika Waititi, Dale Souls, James Brolin, and Uzu Aduba. Um, so the IMDb synopsis, uh, while spending years attempting to return home, Maroon Space Ranger Buzz Lightyear encounters an army of ruthless robots commanded by Zerg who are attempting to steal his fuel source. 77 Rotten Tomatoes, 61 Metascore, 5.1 IMDb user score, and a 3.4 on Letterboxd. Um, I... I really like Toy Story. Toy Story 1 through 4 are some of my favorite movies um, all time. They they are my favorite Pixar films. I think I put 3 at the top because 3 is the first film that emotionally busted me where I cried every time I watched it. So going into this movie, I was excited where a lot of people were um, concerned. I, I was like, there's nothing they can do to ruin the character that I already love from toy story so i was i was all in i was like let's see what they got what are they going to give us and um i got to see it a week early at a critic screening and i really really enjoyed it um i specifically love socks uh the animatronic cat which obviously that's not the draw but he is such a lovable character he's so likable he his comedic timing is so spot on um but i i love the the dynamics of the relationship um i thought chris evans did a great job i thought you know the message is on the nose uh but it's a, it's a kid's movie at the end of the day, and I think that's really cool. And while the message and the themes of the film are not uh, subtle, really, there's some really complex scientific stuff in this movie that, to my understanding, is quite accurate, especially the time-jumping element, which, if you have seen Interstellar, uh, you've kind of dealt with that type of thing before. And Interstellar, uh, my understanding, Christopher Nolan went above and beyond uh, getting scientific information to make sure it was as accurate to physics as possible. Um, and that's, Lightyear didn't seem to do that, but it also seemed to be on point with what I remember from Interstellar. And I've seen Interstellar a few times, so, um, by no means am I a physicist or an expert in that subject, but I felt like it made sense to me. Um, and that's complex for a kid's movie. So it, it, it kind of balances both. Um, I think there's enough humor here. I think there's enough references. 
Uh, does it mess up maybe some continuity within Toy Story? Possibly. But, I mean, we live in an age of comic books. Like, comic books are a thing. Comic books retcon things. Soap operas retcon things all the time. I mean, things come and go. Things change. It's it's about the product. And I think if you watch this movie, it is quite entertaining. It is very um, engaging. It, it, it's a little fast, um, which is not normally a complaint. This is under two hours, and I think that's a good time. But it does move. It moves quite quickly. Um but I, I wasn't unhappy while watching it. I thought it was very entertaining. I, I enjoyed, I think, all of it. Um, I remember smiling in the theater and, and kind of clapping my hands. And um, I, I recommend this. If you were sitting it out, if you were thinking this is just a you know, cash grab, I don't think that's what this is at all. Should there be a built-in audience? Yeah, there apparently isn't. Or there's a stubborn audience who doesn't want to go see what they can do with this character. But I liked it. I mean... I would enjoy seeing all of the toys origin stories. Like where did those toys come from? Like, you know, what was Rex from is Rex from like a weird, like Jurassic park movie. That's from that time. Or, uh, I mean, obviously the potato heads are the one licensed product that's really in the film. So we wouldn't want to go that direction, but you know, we've seen Woody's roundup and I know we have seen Buzz Lightyear and star command and there was a cartoon and all of that. I know that. And this does seem to interfere with that, but it didn't bother me. So uh, Matt, this is what he wrote to, to read to you. Um, having been on the fence about this film simply based on the trailers, he was pleasantly surprised that Lightyear gave uh, more satisfaction than he had initially anticipated. The voice cast is solid and the humor works well for both kids and adults. The adults will dig uh, the nods to countless other movies. There are a lot of movie nods. Uh, just be prepared that it takes a little while to get going. That was my daughter got to go with me to the screening, and she kind of felt that way too. She was a little bored at first, but by the end, she really loved it. Uh, Matt continued, the movie has plenty to say about the importance of teamwork and other timely themes, but I wouldn't say it was spectacular, nor that it took me uh, to infinity and beyond. It lacks a degree of magic that Pixar usually has in an abundance. And whilst I was pleased with it overall, it certainly didn't give me the feels that the Toy Story movies managed to each time. Socks the Cat was the surprise highlight of the movie, seconded. Um, he still prefers TMNT or Ghostbusters toys over Buzz. Sorry, Andy. Um, so that is Matt's take on the film. Again, mostly positive. We both liked it. Um, I do think it could be better for sure, but I also have no major complaints. Um, the other things, uh, we're not doing headlines this week, but we've wrapped up with Tribeca. So I thought real fast, I would just go over some things I saw and some things that you should be looking for. Because some of these movies that I saw are actually going to be um, available to you sooner than I thought. Uh, a couple were already picked up by Shudder. And so it's worth uh, mentioning a couple that I think you should be looking out for. Um, so let's see here. Um, the Integrity of Joseph Chambers, I think I watched after our last episode. Um, Attachment, I don't remember for sure if I watched Attachment. I feel like I watched it after our last episode. Attachment was one of my favorites of the festival, um, and that one is on Shutter. so I really, really look out for that one. I think that one's going to be super engaging, definitely worth your time. Um, and then I just caught uh, Wes... Shoof, I'm going to mispronounce this name. Wes Schallinghoff is dying. Um, this is a COVID comedy, and man, did they crush it. I had a blast watching this movie. Uh, people who love independent cinema will really, really get a kick out of it. There's a lot of references to indie movies. Mark Duplass is in it, if that doesn't speak a little bit of volume. Um, in it strong. He makes a cameo, and he is a producer on it. So it's in that vein of the Duplass brothers and their type of uh, – it's not quite mumblecore, but it's in that that vein 
of indie low budget um but totally recommend those two movies so if uh if i hadn't mentioned those check those out um that's gonna be it for this episode again super short apologies uh just this week i was out of town for a few days with uh, my yearbook staff because i am a teacher full-time um and I had four uh, students with me. We got to go to a workshop and start planning our book for next year. Uh, it never ends. It's like Santa Claus's workshop. As soon as one Christmas ends, you start preparing for the next Christmas. And um, that really, it was a lot of fun. And I love my yearbook staff so much. And they're they're super pumped. But it is exhausting. When I got home uh, Thursday evening, I, I took a nap. And I still went to bed earlier than I normally do because I was just so worn down from, you know, three days of, it's basically like, 12 14 hours of work and then just you know getting this and getting that and the drive for us was about two and a half hours and it's the worst road in florida i4 we had to drive on so i was exhausted matt came down with a cold not covid thank goodness but i hope he's feeling better so we just decided to take this week off uh from a normal format we will be back to our full normal routine next week unless something happens but our plan is to review elvis uh the new boz lerman film that's playing in theaters everywhere getting a little bit of hate um I'm, i haven't seen it yet so i don't know how i'm going to feel about it and then the following week i think our plan is the black phone so um just a couple of heads up there you can follow us and keep up with all of the news at bloody awesome movie podcast uh going to twitter you can follow us at at bamp underscore podcast b-a-m-p underscore podcast that is basically bloody awesome movie podcast underscore podcast uh instagram bloody awesome movie pod and on facebook bloody awesome movie podcast just search us up uh, you can follow me at Burke Reviews on all the social media platforms, and you can find Matt at whatiwatchtonight.co.uk. And what I watch tonight, or search what I watch tonight. There's a w w i t underscore uk. I think is is I don't have it in front of me. Sorry, Matt. Um, I don't have to memorize it because I follow you. And uh, that's it. Uh, and stay bloody awesome and keep watching movies. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Blah, 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 blah. 